Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Edge rusher. And he, I thought, was, was perfectly solid in that role. If you can run it back with the same four guys as your edge rushing depth, I like it. So, for me, it's Rudolph Alexander-Golden. I... I you know, no, th- Miles Killebrew. This is going to sound terrible. This will have people saying you are not a knower of ball, Chris. I'm not saying those guys grow on trees. Clearly, Bill yes, Belichick. Yes, you are because you clearly just said Bill here Belichick, comes a cheap all-pro, and I don't give a damn. I'm letting him go so I can keep my fourth outside linebacker yeah, pretty much. instead. You are saying they grow yeah. on trees. I'm saying you should be able to develop a new Miles Killebrew. But the current Miles Killebrew isn't very expensive and is really good at his job. Took a lot of personal fouls this year. I think he had three 15-yarders. Well, then why do they name him an all-pro, Chris? I don't know. Why is T.J. Watt not going to win Defensive Player of the Year? Touche. All right. So my three would be Steelers, unrestricted free agents, my top three guys I would want back. Killebrew. Quan Alexander. And my third guy is going to be Monty Adams. Your defensive line depth is not good. No, it is not. Right? I mean, DeMar Leal, huge bust as a defensive lineman only this year. You've got Keanu Benton. You have really, who do you feel good like you have that can be relied upon for next year? Cam's coming off just brutal injury season. Ogan Joby, bloated big, contract. Big down year that I was disappointed with. Benton's the guy that looks like a star in the making, and then who else do you and have? And I know that those guys are both nose tackles. Yeah. Benton looks like just a pure playmaker, though. I don't look at him as like a, a Casey Hampton nose. I know I that's just, the position he plays, but I think he's a disruptive I think force. I just move Adams into more of a backup role. And he's the insurance policy. I mean, I think... I, I don't believe this is far-fetched. If something were to happen to Ogan Joby or Hayward... Why can't you move Benton to one of those spots and then just have Adams play the nose? Yeah, it's not like Benton weighs like 340 like an I mean, old Donnie, school when, Washington. When Tua would go out, that's what they would do with Hargrave. He would play two down linemen. He'd take that spot and he wouldn't just people, be a nose well, tackle. People say that like, so nose why tackle, can't Benton they do that? a big fat guy like from the old days of like a true 3-4 in a run-heavy league. 
Benton, what is Benton measured at? Like 305, 310? I'm going to say 315. Donnie, you have his weight? I just don't think Benton, nothing about him has struck me that he's that kind of player. It struck me that he is a playmaker in the making. No, he's not just a space eater and a No, tackles. he's a guy who disrupts. Uh, they have him at 6'4", 309. Dude, that's not, that's more like defensive tackle who's there to wreck stuff. Mm-hmm. Not guy who's there to occupy center in one of the guards every play. What would that be, a two-gap player, Pony? Yeah, God, here we go. Donnie, can you give me what tech, techs and gaps? You want to talk about that, Donnie? Get into some X's and O's I here, brother. That. All right. No, he's a disruptive force. I'm so. I I should have known that you weren't going to say Rudolph Pony because you've already stated you've kind of planted your flag here. You just think it's counterproductive. You think what are we even doing here if you bring him back? I will concede that there is just this, this weird. I guess I'm like Breadman. You know what? <laughs> I guess there's a part, there's like 5% of me that actually agreed with Breadman, even though we had some fun with this call. There's like a, there's this one in 20 shot that with this fairly statuesque guy who doesn't have the wheels that your head coach really wants at that position, that you might have stumbled upon something. He's not all, t- we're talking about like bringing in Kirk Cousins at potentially 40 million if they were to go in an extreme route in free agency or something. Yep. Other than, obviously, a huge amount of production, stylistically, how are those two players different? <sighs> yes, there's, there's proof that you've seen Cousins put up the numbers. But how is Kirk Cousins' style of ball any different than that of Mason Rudolph? How is Tom Brady's style of ball any different than I, Mason Rudolph? Yes, I under, I'm just saying, you, we're not asking about bringing Tom Brady in. If Tom Brady said today, I would like to quarterback the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2024, I'd cut everyone's ass in that room. And would you really? It. Yes. Donnie, would you? Yes. If Tom Brady at 47 100%. years old wanted to be the Steelers quarterback next year, would you actually let him do that? I mean, I, there's nobody on the roster that I, I think is better than Tom Brady. I think Brady I would, too. <laughs> he is absolutely better than everybody they I have. I think I would, just for the shock value of it, too. Oh, my God, would that be insanity? I would. I mean, plus you want to talk about intangibles. I don't, no, I don't know if anybody has him better than he Tom turns Brady. forty-seven on August third. Youngwood's own George Blanda played that deep into 48. his career. That's right. All he, right. Lo- he looked forty-eight when he was twenty-one. All right. So George from Blanda. this list, you can only cut three. This is the harder one because there's a lot more guys I'd want to cut. Okay. Mason Cole, Presley Harvin, Cam okay. Cam Hayward. Okay. All right. Um, Demonte Casey, uh, Larry Ogunjobi, Chooks Okorafor, Patrick Peterson, Allen Robinson, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, God. Oh, and Keanu Neal. I think I forgot him. And Neal. There's your list. Can only cut three. Can only cut three. Uh, Mitch for sure. That saves them three million against the cap. Harvin for sure. Yep. Oh, only sweet tw- Lord. only a twenty thousand dollars savings, but just twenty thousand. So that's it. Just so so bad at his job. And who's three? Uh, I would say either. Got to pick one. Don't give me two. Pick one of the, from the from the list. Well, I'm trying to. Who? I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with Chooks because he, he would he would open up more than what Robinson. That's would. eight million in savings if you cut him. Man, Allen Robinson is going to count $12 million against the cap next year. Wouldn't call it great. Oh, wait. So is he, he's more than Chooks. Yeah. 
He's okay. right behind Ogan Joe. Okay. No, 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 no. But Chooks, you save eight. I don't think you save eight from cutting Robinson. I think it's less than that. Robinson's oh, okay. dead so cap right now is one point nine million. His cap hits eleven point nine. Are you sure? Wouldn't you save ten? I'm looking at spot track. Says his due ten million in salary and counts nearly twelve million. I know, million but his, his cap. cap hit is eleven point nine million. His dead cap, if cut, is one point nine million. Okay. Isn't that a $10 million savings? That's what it sounds like to me. So it's a $10 million saving for Robinson and an eight for Chooks. You want to change your answer, Donnie, to Robinson? Yeah. Okay. So Chooks hangs on. He survives. <laughs> no one more disappointed about that than Chooks. Malsey, yours? Uh, Mason Cole survived yours, too. I, I think he's going to be a backup, but... Oh, boy. Man, I'd love to cut Presley Harvin twice. <laughs> Cut him, sign him again, cut him again. Um, I'll go Robinson for sure. That's a no-brainer when you see how much they'd save. Um, I also think we found out, by the way, that the whole sage advice from like a veteran is overrated compared to just guys being gotten, you know, get the football to these guys. That's a great point with Peterson and Robinson. Just get what the an ball. overrated thing that was this year. George Pickens under his tutelage when Kenny wasn't getting him the ball, pretty pissed off all the time. George Pickens, presumably under the exact same level of tutelage when Mason Rudolph was getting him the ball, greatest teammate ever, holding on to blocks, everything. All right, so who are your three cuts? Allen Robinson, Mitch, just because, I mean, you have to. And then, you know what? This is going to be painful for me because I pounded the table and said, you've got you've to make this guy a big part of your defense, but it's got to be Larry O for me. Presley saved. Yeah. Because he only you only saved twenty grand. But the problem is, is that he's your punter then next year in that situation. See, I got to get rid of him because I need to open up that spot for somebody new. So he would be Harvin would be my first cut. Plus, I I, I think there's at least the chance that Ogan Joby can. You know what? Get, I got to go right. Hold on. Close to world's fastest form. World's fastest uh, <laughs> retraction. I'll cut Presley and keep Larry for the exact reason you both said. So right I'm going to cut Harvin. I'm going to cut uh, Chooks, and I'm going to cut Patrick Peterson. I'm cutting. Yeah, those would be my three: Harvin, Akorafor, and Peterson, because they're all do a lot of. Because in Akorafor and, and Peterson, they're both do a lot of money, and I don't want either one of them. You're to still start. not saving as much as you'd save when you cut Robinson. And what have they proven able to find wide receivers? Usually, I mean, Allen Robinson's a twelve million dollar hit for what? Maybe your third wide receiver, but really, in a lot of ways, ideally your fourth. Yep. Yeah, that's tough. I told you it was going to be hard finding only three guys. It's ugly business here. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, the fan hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. It's time to go all access with not only NFL on CBS, but also during the playoffs, the NFL on Westwood One. Your radio home for the NFL playoffs. You can listen to those games Sunday right here on 93.7 The Phantom. I'm, of course, talking about Aditi Kinkabwala. Hello, Aditi. Hi, guys. How you doing? We're good, Aditi. I want to play a game with you where I give you Steelers offensive coordinator candidates. And because you've covered the entire league the last two years, you just tell me first things that come to your mind when you hear the person's name. Okay, but this isn't like one word. Like, I can actually give a real answer, right? This is not like Starkey give one word, and if you break the rules, he flips out. Uh, let's start with Zach Robinson, the Rams assistant coach. Uh, huge fan of his. I've known him probably seven, eight years. He obviously knows. In, so he's played. He was a player at Oklahoma State and had a very, you know, that crazy story about the play when Mike Gundy lost his mind. I'm a man. I'm 40. Yes. No, yeah, it was. I think I'm 40, come after me, I'm a man. The other quarterback in that story is Zach Robinson, little known fact. Ah. But anyway, he's played at a high level. You can Google it. He's done individual instruction. As you know, he was Mason Rudolph's prep coach leading up to the draft. He has a familiarity with Mike Tomlin as a result of that. He worked at PFF, so he's got that 30,000-foot view of what works with offenses, what don't, what it, what are that's all the different things That's also a non-starter for Steelers run. fans because they hate PFF right now, but please continue. But that's fine. I'm just saying that he's had experience looking at all of that. Yep. And I think the big, and then of course he worked under Sean McVay, who's always trying to push the envelope and do new things and see what's out there. I think the biggest thing about Zach is that he's an exceptional communicator, which I think is unbelievably valuable. And he's a good human. He's a good, good human. So I like that one. 
All right, this is Keep one. Going. This is one that Pony said was not necessarily a formal candidate for the Steelers, but a hot rumor he heard was that Mike Munchak want to get back into the game and that he might become a package deal for an interested team with Arthur Smith, who he says will start interviewing after a brief uh, sabbatical of a few weeks or whatever. A Munchak O-line coach, Arthur Smith offensive coordinator. Aditi package would love deal, that. Aditi. Aditi would sign, seal, deliver that. She would sign in blood for that. <laughs> Arthur Smith is overseas right now, so we're not going to hear anything from him until next week. I am the hugest. Hugest, hugest, hugest Mike Munchak fan. Uh, you know what I had, and I think I told you guys this, I can't remember, but when I had the Falcons Bucks earlier this season, we ended up spending, I don't know, an hour and a half just sitting and talking with Arthur Smith. And we were just talking ball. We were talking about Dick LeBeau. We were talking about why you need to run the ball. It, all of that. He is... Um, not necessarily the guy that wins the press conference, but he is so smart. I look at football the way that he looks at, or I should say, I appreciate the way that he looks at football. I love how he thinks about the game of football. He also, one of the things that I think is vitally important here is that he has enough strength of confidence to enforce some discipline, hold players accountable, which I think is the most important thing. He's not a slave to any one scheme. He definitely views football the way Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers view football. And if there was some way that he could get Munch to come back. I mean, who wouldn't sign up for that? That's what I said. You just so eloquent on that. He views football the way Mike Tomlin and the Steelers do. That might be a big one. Uh, I want to ask you about another guy, but I have to go back to Zach Robinson because I must have been living under a rock here for the last few days. I knew that Robinson and Rudolph were both Oklahoma State quarterbacks, but I didn't know that their relationship was that close, which if I'm Mason Rudolph and Zach Robinson gets hired by the Steelers – just me personally, I would be more likely or I would want to sign back with the Steelers. I would consider them even more if that's I mean, their I don't offensive know. You coordinator. Guys, this is such a long time ago, right? This was such a long time ago. And I, I can't – I have no idea. I have no idea if they've stayed in touch through this period of time. I have no idea. It, there just was that relationship then. And the reason that I bring it up is this is a guy that has individually worked – to prepare quarterbacks, to work with quarterbacks on their footwork, on their release, on how they go through their progressions, sure. on the throws that they need to make, all of that. And I, I, I do think that that's vitally important. I mean, you think Baker Mayfield, if you ask him today, he will still talk about the work Alex Van Pelt did on his footwork via Zoom during COVID. Mm. Those are important things. Uh, how about Cliff Kingsbury? Give me an elevator pitch on him or not, if you don't feel like it. Uh, I mean, well, that sounds we like reserve that one unless it happens. Yeah, I think that there are certain people. Remember, this is all about puzzle pieces yep. and the way that puzzle pieces fit together. And so this is not a statement on who Cliff Kingsbury is as a coach or a leader or any of those things. I'm just thinking about what it is that the Pittsburgh Steelers need at this very moment. And that's not necessarily... Someone, while a great, wonderful coach in many, many ways, not someone I'd put on the top ten. All right. Aditi, what about uh, Mike Sullivan? Do you think there's a real shot he ends up the Raiders' offensive coordinator because he has a tie to Antonio Pierce? Is the Mike Tomlin coaching tree going to get its first sapling? But does it count if Mike Tomlin won't even let him give a pitch? 
We decided. My family won't even allow him. We decided to it had to count Aditi. Well, you, uh, Aditi, be careful. I don't think when you say that it would be just Mike Tomlin. I don't think that Tomlin's alone in making these decisions right now. My personal opinion. I think it's more of an organizational organizational thing than not wanting to hire even somebody. Still, from I think if the organization is saying we don't even want to hear how you would do things or what you would do or what your pitch if you were solely in charge, mm-hmm. it, it like I don't know that that gets to. I don't know that Mike Tomlin gets to claim that as a piece of his tree then. Do you think he should have been allowed to make a pitch? Because as the quarterback's coach, you could argue if this is a need to get the most out of Kenny coming up in this season, then the quarterback's coach maybe wouldn't deserve a pitch in that situation. You know what? But we've been through this so many times, and I'm so tired of people hearing that I'm saying that I'm an apologist here. But yes, was there a regression from Kenny Pickett? Yes. Was there not the season that we expected? Yes. But there are so, so, so many other factors at play. And I've said it over and over and over again. Kenny Pickett was not put in a position to succeed. And I think if there's anybody who knows, I mean, I'll tell you this. I messaged multiple people. If you were given the opportunity to quote unquote fix Kenny Pickett, could you do it? And I will tell you unequivocally, I'll tell you how many. Hold on. Four different people I messaged that to. Four different offensive minds in the NFL that I trust implicitly and feel very strongly about. All four of them talked about everything around him and not him. So they said yes? Yeah, because all four of them thought it's not really about Kenny. It's about everything around him. Okay, as a follow-up to that, Aditi. You say they have not put him in a position to succeed. I think if they bring Mason Rudolph back, they do a disservice to giving him a chance then. Because you create a quarterback controversy. You've already got Deontay Johnson saying he wants Rudolph as the starting quarterback. The fans will be split on it. The locker room might be split. I mean, this is, this is the same conversation that's going on in Cleveland right now about Joe Flacco and Deshaun Watson. But do you agree with what I because said Joe about Flacco that, is, do you agree with- I, I mean, yes, I do. I think that you need to think about things like that. And, uh, you know, for everybody who sits here and thinks that Mason Rudolph is Geno Smith. He just needed time, and it's suddenly going to be something. There's plenty of other people that said, okay, Mason Rudolph had plenty of time to show who he is, and you know who he is at this point. So are you really talking about someone who's going, I think you used the Rich Gannon example earlier. Somebody called in and said that, and I almost fainted. So I did not think that that was possible. Okay, so like, again, all due respect to Mason Rudolph, who is a lovely, lovely, lovely young man and a wonderful person and very good friends with some of my very good friends, and I'm not ripping him in any way. But do we really think that Mason Rudolph is on the cusp of becoming an NFL MVP and Super Bowl winning quarterback? Aditi, if I wanted to be very disagreeable and make this ugly, I would say he started and played in basically half the number of games Kenny Pickett has, so we'd have a fuller picture of Kenny at this point. But now you are asking it and making it ugly. You just said you wouldn't do that. Now you're know, trying that, to do but that. That's a, but that's a strategy okay, to kind but of Mason did that again, behind a grown-up line and with better wide receivers. And, I mean, like, seriously? Again, you're looking at things in a vacuum. I mean, don't you think this year's line played better in part because the quarterback was standing in more when it was Mason and they looked better as a result and the running game looked better, at least as a partial consequence of how he was playing the position in this a vacuum? Is all, like, we could sit here, yeah, again, we could all sit here and talk in all these circles about all of this. I think that it's been made very clear, no matter how we feel about it, Mike Tomlin has said 
that Kenny Pickett comes in and there will indeed be some sort of competition of some sort. Well, I Peter think King and would... Ed Bouchette think it's going to be Russell Wilson, Aditi. How about that? Yeah, I don't know that that's the greatest idea right here. Yeah, I don't think it is either. But I do respect both of those guys a great deal, so I did hear them out when they mentioned it. And I respect I mean, you a great deal, too, for allowing your son to be a Bills fan, <laughs> and you're probably helping him get over what was another heartbreaking loss on Can Sunday. Can I tell you something funny? So I I was walking out of the stadium, and it's well, unbelievable on how many people being there. will recognize you. Yeah, thanks. How many people will recognize you and know things about your life? So I'm walking out of the Bills-Chiefs game, and somebody says to me, um, this is going to be ro- like some random fan says to me, I'm sorry for your son. And I said, I know me too. And the guy says to me, just tell him, this is what it feels like to be a Bill. Yep. I could have told him that. <laughs> All right, Aditi. Great stuff. We'll talk again next week. All right, guys. Have a great week. All right. You too. Did uh, I do something wrong? No. There? Did I make it ugly? Party? No, I think we got to, Donnie's going to have to clip that now. Go find that. And we'll play it back for people and we'll get reaction to it. Four di- four different offensive minds think they could fix Kenny Pickett. Essentially, Kenny's not the problem. Everything around him is the problem. So if everything around him is the problem, it sounds like then those people are saying without saying that Mike Tomlin and the way he built a structure around Kenny's the problem. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Football Guys segment is called the Football Debrief. It's very important sounding music with it because it's always the meatiest and weightiest football topics, and he brings it to you once a day. Let's hear it, Donnie. The Debrief, January 24, 2024. Malsey tipped me off to this one, so I wanted to go with it. A very, very funny and creative tweet from our pal Mike DeFabo from The Athletic, Steelers Insider. One of those lunchroom memes, one of those cafeteria memes where it's different people at every table and it's like hey which one would you sit at instead this time he did it with potential Steelers quarterback rooms some of them very funny and unrealistic some of them more realistic but we can run through these tables if you want to pull up his tweet you can we can run through these tables and you can pick where you want to sit at lunch I'm ready by the way uh, were you guys hot lunch or bagged lunch bagged lunch kids growing up bagged lunch uh, through elementary school, I was, uh, I was a bag lunch, and then I just started to get lunch at school well, in like high school. In elementary school, all the regular lunches always looked gross, and then I was oh, the weirdo who didn't eat. Like you know, when it was Mexican pizza time, I obviously didn't want that. French toast, though, when they would do like breakfast for lunch, big fan. That had all the boys buzzing. Oh, we yeah. did something. Some of the lunches at school were just like seriously. This is what you're offering as a hot lunch. It was called Italian Dunkers, and it was just a hot dog bun that they put melted cheese and oregano on, put it in an oven, mm-hmm. brought it out, and then served it with, like, marinara marinara sauce. We had one. You ever have steak nuggets? They would just take, chi- like, pieces of beef, I guess, <laughs> and somehow, what? like, bread them like they were chicken nuggets. I mean, I just watched people eat them. I didn't eat them. I mean, I haven't been... And- I haven't been in elementary school in like 15 to 20 and, years and now, the, but some of the stuff that they served was foul. Oh, I foul. know, dude. And the oh, other it was th- government cheese. It was all that. The other thing I really hated was 
I don't want to drink milk with lunch foods, I man. I think that was big I don't dairy infiltrating. <laughs> I don't want to drink 2% milk with spaghetti and meatballs. I don't want to drink 2% Our, milk with a chicken sandwich. I agree with that. My grade school had, like, the snack bar outside of the lunchroom. They had a little snack bar that was set up in one of, like, the auxiliary closets, basically. And, man, when you had a dollar in the pocket to go get a candy bar with lunch, was that ever living? My, my first few years of elementary school, you know what my lunchbox was? A Billy Ray Cyrus. No, it was a football. Just an actual It was like a, a lunchbox football that just opened like it folded up. at the middle, yeah. Oh, see, I was always a bre just an actual brown paper bag. Like an actual bagged lunch. Not a there's no fancy lunch boxes in Catholic school. There was school. something wrong with me when I was in grade school because my mom would take copious time to pack me a legitimate lunch, and I remember just throwing most of it out. Oh, kids did that too. Yeah, kids like, I don't did want that. to eat this ham sandwich. Yeah, kids did that. What the hell is that. wrong with me? I'm surprised your mom wasn't just stuffing that thing full of the Cheetos, Doritos, <laughs> oh, and all the other all usual. The no, they were <laughs> exactly. See that? See that was the problem. <laughs> chips, chips, chips. Ah, uh, Andrew, chips. I got rid of all my good stuff. That was the problem. She'd load me up with these snacks. I'm not gonna waste my time and eat a friggin' clementine orange and a ham sandwich. <laughs> I can just imagine your mom. What's he want today? <laughs> More Cheetos, there's, more Doritos, there's two, more Fritos. There's two fruit roll-ups in, two bags of Fritos in there. Like I'm gonna eat those instead. Yeah. All right, I got the lunch table here, Donnie. Okay, I so got anyway, it we'll, we'll we'll pull it up here. So what? The first table has Kenny Pickett and Russell Wilson. I don't want to sit at that table. Second table, Kenny Pickett and Bo Nix. Wait a minute. Can I just... So we're answering this on, like, hanging out with the people because I think that's more fun. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, okay. and, and then if you want to... If we want to dive into actual, like... Is real, Bo Nix the guy who looks like Richie Walsh? That is his yeah, college picture. Yeah, that's Bo Nix. <laughs> uh, next table, Mason Rudolph and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Next table, Kenny Pickett and Kirk Cousins. You know Fields is a vegan, by the way, I think. He and Cam Newton both, at least for a while, vegans. Man, you got to eat a ton of vegetables. Yeah. So what to get are you NFL down to nutrition. at that point yeah, when you're real. a vegan? What else comes off the board when you go from vegetarian? Eggs, butter, all that stuff. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Anything derived from a dairy product? Yeah. yeah. You got to eat vegan cheese, so it's like it's cheese that's not made out of dairy. You're eating a ton of legumes, and if you are a <laughs> vegan with a peanut allergy, buddy, you might as well just die. Because you ain't going to eat anything. Do vegans, even though it's not the healthiest thing, do they eat a lot of pastas? Uh, no, because a lot of, like, pasta Eggs. has, like, dairy in it, yeah. So they got to eat, like, they got to oh eat pasta God. made of lentils. Oh, it's, that that vegan life, they've made it better. It's gotten a glow up, but it's rough, man. Uh, the, the next table in the back is Mason Rudolph and Sam Hartman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, quarterback. that one's kind of a tempting hangout. Then, then we get to the... Uh, a, a couple of trios uh, in this next row of well, tables. Wait, you're, you're not pointing out that the two lunch ladies are Baker oh, I'm, Mayfield. I was going to get to okay. the lunch ladies okay. at the end. All right. Uh, the the next three tables are a trio. Uh, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, and Spencer Rattler. I know where our friend Fake John and Robinson's going to hang out. Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, and Michael Penix. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, Jacoby Brissett, and J.J. McCarthy. Mm -hmm. uh, McCarthy's going to be doing meditating exercises <laughs> before he eats his chicken sandwich. No. Kenny Pickett and Gardner Minshew. And then the last table. <laughs> this is my winner. This is where I'm sitting. <laughs> Save your man. Mitch Trubisky, Famous Jameis, and... <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging out with those The three. one and only... 
Trubisky does nothing for me, but, but you're going to be eating nice King guy. Crab Legs if Jameis is there. He's a very nice guy. Ben's bringing his craft beers, and now he provides snacks and foods for people on his and podcast. And also, I do want to mention that the two lunch ladies are Baker Mayfield and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting. I'm sitting with. Uh, with Trubisky, Jameis, and Ben. I got to stress that even though in this scenario, Ben would presumably know who I am and just rip me the whole time, understandably, I want to give Mike extra props. He put headshots for everybody else there. <laughs> he, put, he put the picture of Ben where he's got ice bags covering his body, <laughs> wandering around at training camp there, and that is just, that's a perfect way I, to do this. I'm also thinking, too, like at lunch, I'm thinking I want to be somewhere where I get a lot of laughs in. Like, you only got What's a the half hour place with table? your boys. Oh, that's Gardner Minshew and Kenny. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think, think Gardner Minshew's Minshew. a character. Yeah. I'll tell you what the last place one is. The cousins, and Rudolph. The cousins' picket table just seems... Too serious. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Fields and Rudolph also seems kind no, of you know what? The what about no, the Wilson. And Wilson. The Wilson. Yeah, that's yeah. the last one. Oh, I, don't need, I, didn't, I don't need any of this let's but ride I, BS. I, I feel like the, the amount of laughs that could come out of the just Jameis Winston and Big Ben table, and then Trubisky's just there chuckling along with you. Yeah, Mitch isn't making any jokes. He's just laughing. Oh, he's a perfect wingman in that spot. He'll laugh at people's jokes just to fit in. Ben goes to Jameis. You going to eat any W's today? Mitch is there slapping Trubisky's his knee. a people pleaser. That's why he didn't uh, object to you putting him so low in the lineup for the softball game a couple Correct. years ago, which is when you knew he wouldn't be good. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.